It's the last week before everyone checks out until the new year, and there are a lot of ups. So beautiful out. Another beautiful day. And downs. Not one of you is going back until I know who has betrayed me. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, December 19th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Marvel is parting ways with Jonathan Majors. EW can confirm that the studio is officially cutting ties with the 34-year-old actor who plays the villain Kang the Conqueror. Majors was set to star in multiple Marvel projects, including the upcoming Avengers The Kang Dynasty, but was dropped just hours after a jury found him guilty on two counts after a March domestic dispute. In a split verdict, a Manhattan jury found Jonathan Majors guilty of one count of assault and one count of harassment on Monday, but acquitted the Marvel star of two other counts of assault and aggravated harassment in relation to his March domestic dispute with then-girlfriend Grace Jabari. The actor, who has denied all of the charges against him, faces up to one year behind bars. Sentencing is set for Tuesday, February 6th. In a statement to EW following the verdict, which took the jury three days of deliberations to reach, Major's attorney Priya Chaudhry said, quote, It is clear that the jury did not believe Grace Jabari's story of what happened in the SUV because they found that Mr. Majors did not intentionally cause any injuries to her. We are grateful for that. We are disappointed, however, that despite not believing Ms. Jabari, the jury nevertheless found that Mr. Majors was somehow reckless while she was attacking him. She said Majors still has faith in the process and looks forward to fully clearing his name. According to Variety, quote, multiple alleged abuse victims of Majors have since come forward and are reportedly cooperating with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. And James McCaffrey, the actor known for voicing the titular Max Payne across the hit video game trilogy, has died after a battle with cancer. He was 65. McCaffrey trained at the actor's studio and began his career with several direct-to-video movies before breaking into television. After appearing in the 1992 legal drama Civil Wars, his breakout role came in the form of a seven-episode stint in the Fox procedural New York Undercover. He played the recurring role of Captain Arthur O'Byrne in the show's third season. McCaffrey next led the first and fourth seasons of the crime drama Viper. He also starred in the one and only season of the famously violent detective drama Swift Justice alongside Giancarlo Esposito, and also appeared on The Big Easy, Sex and the City, and The Job. But his next big role would be firefighter Jimmy Keefe in the FX dramedy Rescue Me. He appeared in films including American Splendor, Hide and Seek, Camp Hope, Confidence Game, and The Big Take. McCaffrey is perhaps best known, though, for voiceover work, playing the titular character in the Max Payne trilogy of games, which includes the original 2001 third-person shooter Max Payne, its 2003 sequel Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne, and the final installment from 2012, Max Payne 3. For more on those stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, today's number three pick, are still soaking up the sun in beautiful Bermuda. The women of Salt Lake have had quite 
the eventful trip from Meredith Marks getting hooked up to a performative IV for her slight dehydration after being denied a bathtub in her room to birthday girl Monica Garcia hyperventilating in a public bathroom after being supposedly sabotaged from abroad by her mother to accusations of Angie Katsinevis being in the Greek mafia fueled by mystery DMs that everyone is pretty sure came from Meredith. Here's a look back. To think one of our friends has gone to the trouble to create a fake account to then send dirt DMs that they've dug up on another one of our friends to themselves is a huge boondoggle of deceit. That would be very weird behavior. Weird indeed. And we haven't even talked about the pirate-themed birthday party for which Lisa Barlow, never a fan of dressing up, lest we remind you of her Palm Springs drag freakout, dug up some gold hoop earrings. Meanwhile, Monica is a peg leg and a parrot away from walking the plank with a painted-on goatee. Now, the idea that someone in a friend group might have created a fake Instagram account to spread rumors amongst them about bankruptcies and alleged mob ties would be enough for most people to kick said friend out of said group. Everyone thinks that you created the DMs. No. I do not understand this mess that you've gotten yourself in. Don't dig up on your friends. I'm getting really pissed off. But not these gals. After confronting Meredith about her possible social media shenanigans, the housewives breeze on to a small, modest yacht because there's still God only knows how many days left on this vacation. But the vacay drama continues on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City tonight at 8 on Bravo and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. Number two. Eat your heart out, Matlock. Darby, played by Emma Corrin, has proven to be the modern investigator we all need in our number two pick today, the season finale of A Murder at the End of the World. In the penultimate episode, Darby dug into clues she suspected Bill may have left behind, and we discovered that a hacker remotely closed the lid of the pool in episode five. Well, the revelations are coming fast and furious, but there is a lot of mystery left to unfold as Darby attempts to figure out just what has been happening in Iceland. Here's a preview of the season finale. Not one of you is going back until I know who has betrayed me. Did you find anything? No. I don't think you're telling me the truth. Yeah. Why is that? Where were you when Bill died? What were you doing? I don't have to answer that. It's never good to keep secrets. And I've kept so many of them. Careful, girl. I'm being set up. This is sabotage. It would be a clever plot to lure someone from your greatest competition, then dispatch of them one by one. I've been focusing on trying to find the killer. When I should be trying to understand the victim. I feel like I'd have to die for you to love me. What's waiting for you at the top is unforgettable. Well, the moody thriller has rapidly built a loyal following, and everyone is eager to see where this twisting story is headed. The season finale of A Murder at the End of the World is streaming today on Hulu. Trivia! 
It's trivia time. We've seen a lot less lately of Trevor Noah since he walked away from The Daily Show. However, in addition to his new podcast and a new stand-up special, which we'll have more on in just a minute, he hosted which big award show this year? Was it the Emmys? The Grammys or the Oscars? Stick around for the answer, as well as more on our number one pick, featuring Trevor Noah. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. When Trevor Noah unexpectedly left The Daily Show in 2022, he said he missed traveling to other countries, among other things. Well, today he's catching fans up on some of those travels. Noah is back with a new comedy special, Trevor Noah, Where Was I? And it's our number one pick. His fourth stand-up special for Netflix recounts his experiences from recent travels around the globe and the awkward encounters he's had along the way. Here's a little teaser from Noah's new special. When I flew to Paris, my luggage was lost. I had to find somebody to help me. It's an older French gentleman, and he was wearing a red vest. And in French, it read, information. And then underneath in English, said, information. <laughs> I said, English, French? He said, English, yeah, oui. I said, okay, um, uh, could you help me, please? My, um, my, my luggage didn't arrive, um, I, I would like to know what, what do I need to do? He's like, oh, the, the luggage didn't come, if you go with fine for that one, maybe you can put you, because uh, if you're in flight, the airline can be put in a different one, you go to that one, you can be in fine for you, because it's not the, like, uh, the most different ones, because we are not in control with the airport, but these different ones, they are put in for the, for the airline, they are in control, so maybe you can see for, for that one. I was like, okay, okay, um, all right, uh, let's try French. Of course, it would happen that way. Well, Trevor Noah is back. Well, back if you haven't been listening to his What Now with Trevor Noah podcast. And we will hopefully get some updates on what he's been up to since ending his seven-year run on The Daily Show. Trevor Noah, Where Was I? debuts on Netflix today. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Trevor Noah hosted which big award show this year? The Emmys, the Grammys, or the Oscars? Well, he's been nominated for 16 and won one Emmy. But it wasn't that show. And he's a voice actor in the Oscar-nominated Black Panther and its sequel, Wakanda Forever. But it wasn't the Oscars. Noah hosted the Grammys. And he will return for his fourth time as Master of Ceremonies for the 66th Annual Grammy Awards in February. 
And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Lester Brathwaite, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.